The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to Season 4 of The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we discuss business agility through customer experience, employee experience, and digital transformation. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile Brand Podcast. Today's customer is on multiple devices and channels and wants a seamless experience as they interact with brands whenever, wherever, and however they want. This can provide challenges for even the most customer-centric brands, which require solutions that allow the planning, creation, delivery, management, and testing of campaigns and content across multiple channels that deliver a great customer experience. Today, we're going to talk about customer experience without boundaries. I'm here at Optimizely's Opticon 2022 conference in San Diego and would like to welcome Justin Anovic, Chief Product Officer at Optimizely, a leading digital experience platform used by top brands that want to manage and deliver better digital experiences for their customers. Justin, welcome to the show. Great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great to be here in person. This is I usually do the show uh, over the internet, and so it's great to actually be live here in person and at a conference in person. It's been a, been a while. <laughs> so uh, great to it's be quite here. quite exhausting, actually, isn't it? Like, <laughs> right, right. the interactions face-to-face. Yes. <laughs> it does take a little getting used to, yeah. But no, great great energy here. I really, really love the show so far. So we're in day two um, as of recording the show. Um, the show's going to air on Friday after the after the conference. So we're going to talk through a, a few of the announcements that were made, some, some big announcements from Optimizely. And... Uh, first, uh, just I'd love for you to introduce yourself. Your chief product officer at Optimizely. What does that mean at at Optimizely? What tell a little bit about your role? Sure. So uh, I've been with Optimizely for a little over six years, really focused in the product area. As chief product officer, I'm responsible for the roadmap of the product, what we're doing, where we're going, 
we have made decisions over the past couple of years. You know, you're always looking at build by partner, uh, and there's been a combination of each in order to deliver our capabilities. But my team and I really focus on working with customers, partners, uh, to make sure that we're you know delivering the right capabilities that they need, but also looking ahead and people don't necessarily yeah. know what they don't know right. and making sure to stay ahead of, uh, of the curve and delivering innovative capabilities as well. Nice, nice. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna talk in, in specific about one one aspect of of some of the announcements here. But one one of the big announcements here was this this concept of boundless digital invention, uh, which was designed to help brands solve challenges that I briefly described in the intro. But can you describe a little bit about what does di- boundless digital invention mean, and, and what does it include? Yeah, so I so we went through the process. We talked about you know talked to customers, analysts, and really tried to understand the perception of Optimizely as well as what we want to portray. And boundless digital invention was so obvious because it's aspirational, right? You don't want to be uh, bound to the capabilities and the thoughts and the processes that you have today. Uh, and really, uh, invention is more along the lines of being scientifically oriented. When you think of invention, you know, you really equate to being science-based. And so uh, being boundless, but also rooted in making sure that you're use, using science to deliver uh, the experiences that you want. And what's a part of that really, uh, how we talk about our capabilities and what we offer is uh, orchestrate, uh, which I think we'll talk about, monetize, which is really about the commerce experience, and then experiment, which is uh, you know, a testing concept to make sure that uh, you're driving the most value. Great, yeah. Yeah, I, I love that. Um, usage of of invention, and I, I think there was there was quite a bit of talk about both the art and the science yes. of, of marketing. And uh, you know, having done this for a few years, um, I can definitely attest to that. There's definitely an art to it, but if you don't have the science behind it as well, uh, you know, you're you're definitely missing out. And I think um, you know the the monetize the experiment components. Certainly, those familiar already with Optimizely, um, definitely familiar with that. But um, you know, I think the the orchestrate component is something where um, personally, I'm feeling this with some of the, you know, in, in my consulting work with with customers, I'm feeling some of the pains that I think drove um, the creation of of this this orchestrate component. So, you know, it, it has to do with creation of content and particularly how content is created for personalization, which you know that that means multiple iterations and variations and and all those things. So, I mean, anybody that's been part of a team that has to do that can probably. Uh, they probably have their own uh, horror stories about what it actually takes to coordinate and and do all of this. Can you talk a little bit about the the orchestrate solution and just you know some of those challenges that I kind of inferred yeah. <laughs> there? Yeah. So technically, from a product perspective, which uh, becomes important at a certain point, but really should be you know the the, the last piece. But technically, it's the combination of content management, content marketing, and digital asset management to help. Uh, marketers in this case uh, deliver uh, the right content but when we really delve into it we look at what our customers actually use us for or what we hope they use us for and we talk about these six key activities that help drive the orchestration of what you do and uh, a couple of them uh, we can talk through each one of them if we want but a couple of them are, are super important as a part of the orchestrate the first thing is you have to just know 
what's going on in the organization. You have to understand not only what your intent is, what are your metrics that you're trying to drive? What are the outcomes you're trying to achieve? And you need the data and the analytics to kind of tell you how your business is performing. Without that piece, like what's the purpose of anything else, right? right? Like like that becomes guesswork, that becomes less science, that becomes all art, not grounded in reality. And so that understand is just purely understanding what content gaps do you have? Well, we talk to a lot of our customers and we ask the question, when you start creating content, why do you do it? And they'd say, well, because we think we need it. And it's like, okay, that's a good start, but what if we could show you what you actually need and why? If you just launched a, uh, you know, a new campaign for a new credit card and you realize that customers are actually looking for more details about the APR, well, how do you know that that's the case without understanding the performance of what's happening. So that's the first, I think, most critical part. Once you understand, then we ideate. As a part of ideation, there's collaboration, planning. This is where now you take what you've understood of your content gaps and now pursue what you need to do. Well, and in a multi-channel, omni-channel, cross-channel, whatever you know, thing, word that precedes channel world, Right. There's channel switching by customers. There's, uh, you know, and the teams that are actually creating all of this content need to understand and manage that as well. So does this does this help with that kind of thinking as well? Yeah, it, it's uh, it's funny that you said whatever word precedes channel, because I was just talking <laughs> to somebody else. I mean, we've been talking about it for 20 years, you know, yeah, omni-channel, right. cross-channel, right. you know, all of that. And uh, yeah, and it's not just about the digital channel. I mean, I think yeah. one of the one of the trends that we're seeing more and more is the, you know, some people come to us and say, I want a CMS. And they've already determined the problem statements that have helped them arrive at why you want a CMS. But in reality, they want an improved experience. They want to drive more leads. They want to, uh, you know, decrease customer acquisition costs or whatever. And so uh, in reality though, uh, they you know, really need to develop content that's a part of a campaign. So if you're launching a new credit card, like we said, it's not just about what goes on the website. Yeah. Well, you need banners, you might need you know, con- uh, copy for emails, you might need copy for social, and that's all about launching that new credit card. Uh, and it's not just about the content for the web. And what we're seeing, the trends, uh, is that there's a single team that owns all of that. There might be specialists that create it for the end property, but in reality, you're creating that entire campaign and just, you know, web is just one element of it. So when you go through the ideation process, it, it shouldn't be an isolation of all the other activities that occur. Uh, and that's a massive trend that we're seeing. It's no longer just about any one channel. Because it's funny when you see here at Omnichannel, Organizations ne- normally weren't ever organized that way, so they were yeah. never omni-channel. Right. They, their customers were, but they were never organized that way. The trend is now the organizations are becoming more omni-channel themselves. Yeah, and so you know a lot of organizations right now, um, you know, I can even talk, you know, Fortune 100 companies that I work with are organizing these things in Excel sheets and a myriad of Jira and Asana and you know, name your project platform of of choice. So how does this help with, you know, so you're organizing across channels from kind of the customer perspective as well, but how does this help in just kind of putting stuff in one place? 
Yeah, if you saw the skit that we did at the, the, yeah, the, yeah. the, the keynote yesterday, it was really, uh, well, the conclusion was hashtag don't be Kevin. But how we <laughs> got there was, it is insane that if you are creating content, regardless of how you're using it, you might be in Word, and then you're collaborating in Word and commenting in Word. Well, that's an isolation of a broader workflow. And then you have to go and manage that campaign or that content in an Excel. And then you have to post in Jira and Slack and Teams and all these different places. And as we're going through and developing the before skit to articulate the problem that exists, I mean, we ourselves just had massive laughter because that's where we were a few years ago. Yeah. Uh, and we know that organizations are like that. And so the complexity and the chaos of having to use all those different applications. I used to be in a, a, a contact center space and one of the first things that you would do is you'd go into uh, look at the customer uh, service reps desktop and they would have 15 tabs open that they would open <laughs> in succession in wow. the right order because they knew what it was like. Well, that's marketers lives these days is that there's literally 15 different applications in order to process one you know, piece yeah. of content. And it is ridiculously chaotic. Uh, and so, uh, so yeah, our, our, our skit was done by Kevin uh, who we, that's why we say hashtag don't be Kevin. <laughs> nice, nice. And so you, you touched on this a little bit um, earlier, but um, how does this help with personalizing uh, messaging to to customers? So you know you've got to create all those different variations in order to personalize. You need to have the content to support personalization. So how does this kind of um, how does this approach with Orchestrate help with that? So this becomes so uh, it becomes a little bit more complicated because over the years the answer becomes more complicated, but the, yeah. the actual solution is probably easier. But over the years, I mean, we've talked about it. Every everybody out there, you want to personalize. You want to personalize. What product are you putting in front of people? What content are you putting out there? Oh, you need to create atomic content because then you know you just change out the paragraph. Right. All that is critically important. But the whole missing component was the data that drives that decision and how you segment. So, you know, if I have three kids, you know, there's a newlywed, uh, there's somebody that has three dogs, right? Like, how do you make sure to know what you're delivering to? And historically, that was the missing component. So you could personalize the content because you've created atomic content, you've created a bunch of different options. Uh, But what was missing was it was all based off of the behavior of what they were doing in that experience. And then people like them that took that same path, yeah. but it wasn't able to use external data about the individual. And it could be even anonymized, right? It doesn't necessarily have to be about like what you know about them, yeah. but like you, you start to take that and that data then drives the right content. So the creation of the content, having multiple blurbs and making sure to deliver that in essence is the easy part. The, the harder part was really about aggregating the data to be able to use to deliver that personalization. And frankly, in the industry, that's probably what's been, you know, was missing, you know, up until two, three years ago. Yeah. And that, that drives things like next best action and, and other things like that as well. Right. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah. And so it's, it, you know, a, a lot of folks want to design the ideal experience of the right step to do next, the right content. But in reality, this it has to be much smarter than that. Yeah. The next best action could be a multitude of things based on what they just did. 
you really shouldn't have to, you really can't design the ideal flow because there's massive permutations to it. You really have to have the logic to say, these are how these two components or this atomic content is connected in order to drive the next best action. So. Yeah. And so um, last thing on, on this topic, uh, another, another time saver and kind of an efficiency gain is the ability to repurpose content. So you, know, you create something, it works well, you test that it works well, um, but you want to use it in a slightly different way or for a different purpose. So how, do, how, does this, how does this orchestrate help with repurposing or you know, creating new content based on existing or previous? Yeah, so the, the, the thought is, again, you understand what's happening, you ideate, you're, you're creating that content. Yeah. Um, the brief will tell you, you, know, you create a brief, basically says, what are you intending to use this for? Uh, and then the offshoot of that would... Uh, allow you to use the micro components, the atomic content for the right areas. So the title might be something that you would use in an email as well as it's something that's on you know, the web page. But the body may be different because the body on the site is way longer than what you can send yeah. out in an email or in social. And so you, you, uh, you, you create variations of those. It's all based on the same overall overarching title or, or structure, but you're creating those multiple components to be able to use in the right channels. Uh, we are working on, uh, we have some capabilities to allow uh, the system to automatically create content. Uh, you type in basically what you want, how you want to say it, and then we'll create those variations for you. I think that it's a little bit further away from people to be able to use that mindlessly. Like you still yeah. need to check right, what right. you use, but there's you know capabilities uh, that you know the the application and the smarts will be able to that they, it can create it for you. Uh, so you create the the content for the website. It can recommend. Okay, this is what you should say for mobile. But it's the reusability of that based on the overarching you know content piece in essence. Nice. So um, for someone that's considering. Uh, taking this approach using using a tool like Orchestrate, um, what what's a way that they could start? Um, you know, what mindset should they have? Where you know, how do they get started? Uh, so there's uh, you know a few options. One is to just Venmo me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, two, uh, more likely, um, the first thing is like you don't need. You shouldn't start off by saying, I need orchestry. Yeah. You need to start off by saying, what are the problems? What are they trying to address? What are the outcomes that we're looking to achieve? Poor lead conversion, your customer acquisition costs suck or whatever. Like that's where you start, like really yeah. define it. Now that sounds super logical, but you know, go into a lot of opportunities or customers, they haven't defined that one piece. They just know that they need a CMS or they know yeah. they need a combination of these capabilities. That's like the last step. Right. right, and so um, obviously understand what's going on out there, the different capabilities, but really refine what you're looking for as to the problems uh, that you're trying to solve. Yeah. And again, it seems so uh, obvious, but it, it doesn't seem, it seems like people start with wanting a CMS and then back their way into their problems that they're solving. It should yeah. be the other way around. Totally agree. Yeah. yeah, asking what's the problem we're trying to solve is always a good approach. Yeah. So yeah. totally agree. Um, well, one last question before we wrap up here, just, um, you know, we're, uh, we're at Opticon here in, in San Diego. Uh, what's been your favorite part so far? So this is the first time seeing colleagues and customers. Last time we got together was really three years ago. Yeah. 
Uh, and uh, I've given more hugs to people this week than I have probably my entire life because it's like, oh my gosh, I actually miss that person. Yeah. And the 4D experience is, uh, is actually much better than the 2D experience. But it's been, you know, it's been connecting with people and, uh, and, and all of that. In addition, I mean, on the selfish product side, we start, I had a meeting with my product team the other day and said, hey, assume that our customers don't know what we've done in the past few years, they probably don't know what we've acquired, like start off from like, you know, baseline and really enlightening people of what they can do with their current investment today is like, yeah. you know, pretty, uh, pretty cool to kind of unlock that and uncover it. Uh, and uh, yeah, so the combination of people and then enlightening people, you know, customers as to what they actually own and how, how they can actually get more out of it. So, uh, yes. Wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, no, and it's, it's, it's been, a, been a great show. Well, thank you so much um, for joining. And for those that want to keep up with you and, and what you're doing, what's the best way to do that? Uh, so one, I recommend if there's any complaints, I have an email address, <laughs> bearded underscore fool at optimizely.com. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, connect with me on LinkedIn. And yeah, that's probably the best way. So. Wonderful. Again, I'd like to thank Justin Anovic, Chief Product Officer at Optimizely for joining the show. Thanks for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom. Talk with you next week. Thanks again for listening to the Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.theagilebrand.show. To get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, visit my website at gregkillstrom.com. Until next week, stay agile. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. Hey Houston, Con's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit Con's today and find out what invincible feels like.